following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Thirty years of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach Watson Brown, and Young Guns Billy Derrick and Michael Sendrick. And now here's your host, George Plaster. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in. It is a beautiful football Friday in Nashville, Tennessee, and we've got a great show for you. We'll get into the Titans here in about one minute with Terry McCormick. We'll get into University of Tennessee football. Suddenly, they are a national title contender. We'll talk about that here in just a few moments. Watson Brown will join us a little bit later in the show. We first say hello to Billy Derrick. Billy, how are you? I'm great. I need to fix my camera here. It's a little too close there. Might uh, might need to do that. There we go. <laughs> that was that was that was scarily close there, but we we got it, George. So yes, I got uh, you. We're ready to roll, George. We got uh, Terry coming on for Titans talk. Yes. And we got another big weekend of college football. I'm ready. Okay, let's get into our daily Titans update with Terry McCormick, TitanInsider.com. Terry, how are you? Doing well, George. How are you? You're doing better than your Yankees. Yes, I am. They squandered yet another opportunity last night. Oh, they had chances. There's no doubt about that. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's just, I go back to what I've said about this team from the start. They're too reliant on the home runs. At times, you've got to be able to just put them in play and move runners along, and they don't no do doubt. that. Believe me, I know all about that. Um, Terry, I get the vibe four or five days after the fact. People are very excited about what's going on with a potential dome stadium, um, and I get that. I'm excited about it, too. I'm also not surprised at the, the report that came out earlier today that several Metro Council people are not so sure about this deal. What are you hearing? Well, George, I think, you know, it's going to take some, you know, massaging here, I, I, for lack of a better term, to get this thing through the Metro Council. I think eventually it probably passes and, you know, they go through with the plans because the benefits of being able to bring in the tourism dollars from events just beyond a Titans regular season or playoff game are, are huge for this city. And it puts Nashville itself on a different level in terms of what type of events can be brought here, whether it's a Super Bowl or a Final Four or WrestleMania, any of those sorts of things, uh, you know, big time concerts that, you know, 
like if you wanted to bring the Rolling Stones or somebody like that or Garth Brooks here, you'd have to have those dates in the summer. Well, now you can book those dates in January with a dome stadium if you want. It's, uh, you know, the possibilities are, are vast for this facility if it can get built. It's just a matter of dotting all the I's, crossing the T's, and, you know, convincing those. And I, and I certainly get that members of the council are wanting to be fiscally responsible and wanting to do the right thing in terms of spending taxpayer money. But I think that it will eventually get pushed through, but it may take a little bit of uh, convincing for some people. Yeah, I'm with you uh, on, on exactly what you've said. I think it's going to get done. I think it'll have some moments of, of uh, airplane turbulence, but ultimately I do think they'll land the plane. Terry, the Colts are in here Sunday. Talk to me about what you think the scenarios are if the Titans win as far as the division and then the scenario if they don't win. Well, if they win, then I think they really go into the driver's seat in the AFC South because they would be 4-2 and two, riding a four-game winning streak. They'd be 2-0 and oh in division play with uh, two games, obviously, against Jacksonville and Houston still left to play on the schedule. And I think we would all agree that those two teams, for the most part, are weaker than the Colts and the Titans. But if the Colts win, then, you know, they are in a position where they would be right back in the thick of this division race because they would have evened the series with the Titans. And their schedule is so front-loaded with division games. They have already played four of their six division games. They're one, two, and one in those contests. They simply cannot afford to stay in the race if they lose Sunday and go one, three, and one and they may not be strong enough to contend for a wild card. So it would really put them behind the eight ball if they lose this game on Sunday in Nashville. So you think more of the pressure is on Indy, and in particular because the Titans got the road win a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no doubt about it, George. I think when you look at this, just the standings and how the tiebreakers work, you know, you're talking about, head-to-head -head being the first thing, and then the second thing being your division record. And if the Colts lose this game, there's no way they can finish with a winning record inside the division, and they would have certainly lost the tiebreaker with Tennessee with two losses. So th this is really a make-or-break game for them as far as division title hopes. With the Titans, there's still opportunities left, even if they don't win on Sunday, to be able to get, regain control of the division. I'm told it's reunion weekend. They will honor the the old Euler group before the game. And then what I hear is they'll honor the Titans guys that you and I covered uh, at, uh, at halftime. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be guys going back, I think, as far as like Dan Pastorini and some coming into town for this. And I know that those guys probably feel like they don't have any connection to the Tennessee Titans per se, but when you delve into the franchise history, uh, it you know they, the Houston Oilers are the Tennessee Titans, and it'll be fun to see some of those guys that uh, you know you and I covered back in the day, back in the late '90s, early 2000s, and then also maybe to see some people that we haven't seen before uh, who are attached to the Houston Oilers part of this franchise. Terry, what was that thing that just <laughs> entered into the picture behind you? 
I'm not sure. Probably, probably my dog. <laughs> well, I'm hoping it is. I didn't think it was a goat. We need a shot um, of the, we need a shot of the dog on, yeah, get, on the plastic. Get the, dog, get the dog back in there. Okay, give me one last injury report uh, of who you think's in, who you think's out. Well, I think you know it's going to be interesting to see whether Nate Davis can go because. He's a guy that uh, they really need on that offensive line at that right guard position. I wouldn't look for Zach Cunningham, and I wouldn't look for Joe Jones. Torrey Carter may be a little bit up in the air because he's been dealing with the neck injury, so that you know may make force them to make some game plan adjustments if they have no fullback for a handful of plays. So uh, it'll be interesting to see which guys can go, which guys can't. Like I said, Cunningham and Joe Jones uh, probably out, so it's going to leave. Uh, them looking uh, a little bit thin at the inside linebacker spot once again. Yeah. Terry, appreciate it as always, and uh, we'll visit again on Monday. All right, sounds good. That's Terry McCormick's Daily Titans Update. We begin every show during football season with just that. Yes, we do, George, and it has been powered by the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. They are proven to be trusted with your most personal asset. The Justin Tucker team, Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. Give them a call at 615-906-8458. Also, Sumner Funeral and Cremation. They are sharing their family with yours in your time of need, now with two convenient locations in Gallatin and Hendersonville. Also, you can find them online at sumnerfuneral.com. All right, George, no Watson here today for the update, but uh, we're still going to roll through here. I'll bring my level of cynicism to it. <laughs> you got to bring the cynicism up a little bit. Uh, number one, George, Carolina has traded running back Christian McCaffrey to San Francisco uh, for multiple draft selections, according to Josina Anderson, CBS Sports NFL insider. In return, the Panthers will receive a 2023 second, third, and fourth round pick, plus a fifth rounder, in 2024. So who won that trade? Well, in the short term, San Francisco does. But remember, Carolina is now officially in a rebuild. They fired Matt Rule. They know what direction they want to go. This was a piece that they know they're not going to win with Christian McCaffrey uh, right now. So why not do this? Um, for the 49ers, they get a player that has past history out there, having gone to Stanford. The big San Francisco problem right now is the health of their defense. Against the Falcons, where they got torched pretty good, they should have. They played without seven of their starters mm -hmm. on defense. Christian McCaffrey can't solve that problem. I don't pretend to know for instance, this weekend against Kansas City, who plays and who doesn't. I'm assuming Christian McCaffrey does not play, but wouldn't shock me if they had a play or two in there where he can learn it quick and make a little bit of a difference. Look, in the short term, he's going to help San Fran. In the long term, this is probably a deal that Carolina needed to jumpstart their rebuild. Man, I'm looking forward to seeing Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey back Ooh, there together. My that, goodness. Yeah, you talk about elusive and strong and, you know. And maybe it, that takes some carries away from Debo because, he, you know, he carries the ball a lot as well. So, man, that's going to be fun to watch. 
listen, if if Jimmy Garoppolo is halfway decent, they're gonna be pretty good. Yeah, he's he's got to do what Ryan Tannehill has to do in Tennessee. He's just got to be halfway decent. So we'll see. Carolina has traded McCaffrey, and uh, Matt Rule is also gone. So tough times in uh, in Carolina there. George, let's roll on here with some college uh, news. Uh, whether this is news or not, uh, that's uh, that's up to you. But LSU head coach Brian Kelly has gone off on instant replay. He uh, declared on his coach's show that it's, quote, ruining the game uh, ahead of LSU's matchup against number 7 Ole Miss on Saturday. Uh, and it comes after one of his players, Harold Perkins, strip sack in the fourth quarter against Florida was overturned to an incomplete pass. So, of course, when that happens to you, you get upset. Uh, but Brian Kelly, apparently not a fan of uh, instant replay. Well, look. I think we're all in agreement that we wish we could magically just snap our fingers and these replays could happen quicker. I don't think anybody is questioning that. But what I do think is that the the need to get it right supersedes how long it takes. Now, I would be in favor of some sort of a 75-second rule that says, okay, you go in that peep show and you've got 75 seconds to make a decision. Right. If you can't do it by then, then the play stands as called. Right. And I, I totally get, you know, what it, when it happens to you, you, you get all up in arms. Yeah. But, you know, if, if that were to benefit him, he, he may not be talking about that right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> So, Brian Kelly, uh, we'll have to see. I'm looking forward to that LSU Ole Miss George, uh, matchup, George. I know you are as well. Uh, number three, former Villanova head coach Jay Wright is uh, joining CBS and Turner Sports for their coverage of the Final Four. He's going to call both games and work in studio for CBS throughout the college basketball season. Uh, nobody is better uh, than Jay Wright in terms of X's and O's in the college basketball level, or there's very few better he's going to do a great job I think he is too I think he's a wonderful hire for them I think people up there were kind of surprised yeah uh, when he announced his retirement he, he's well spoken he he's you know well dressed oh yeah uh, well groomed um you know he'll he'll do great on TV I think this is a super hire he's a TV type of guy oh he is <laughs> I on the other hand am a radio face <laughs> George, last but not least here, game three of the NLCS is tonight. San Diego and Philadelphia, 640 first pitch on FS1. Huge game here. I mean, this could be a swing, a swing game in this series, but, man, that Philly crowd, it's hard to pick against them up there. Listen, they are they are treating this like a nightly Super Bowl, and good for them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have become the Braves of a year ago. The Darlings. Yeah, where, where, look, in the regular season, they weren't all that good. I thought they were an underachiever, but they've gotten to the playoffs. They've gotten hot. Schwarber hit a ball farther than a human being oh my should be able to in San Diego. Did, my you, did, did you see the clip, not the, the, the game film, but the clip from a fan? It went viral. Oh, It looked yeah. like it was leaving the stadium. It was a absolute bomb. <laughs> uh, but anyway... Watch tonight. That Philly crowd is going to help them. No doubt. I I'm excited to see it. It should be even better than what we've seen. And, uh, man, if I'm the Padres, 
that's not where you want to be playing in the playoffs, especially right now. So I'll, I'll, I'll be ready for that. Speaking you, of who's ready, Zach Womble. Oh my ready. God, I, I've seen it. However, he's one segment away. Yes. So he's got time to kind of. He's got time know, to prep, drink some more coffee. Yeah, he's got. The, <laughs> <laughs> we can see him. You all can't. Oh my God, it's it's shameful. <laughs> when we come back. We will talk about Zach's Tennessee Volunteers, the latest news on what is now a national title contender. This is Main Street Media Television. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East. And for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. 
I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. We are back, and let's talk about the suddenly national title contender, Tennessee Volunteers. They play UT Martin tomorrow. It likely is little more than an inter-squad scrimmage, but we'll get to that in a moment. Billy, I don't know that I have seen a college football team be able to take more advantage of something four or five days after the fact. What you're showing right now has been seen 40 trillion times. ESPN has run this stuff constantly. And I'm not being critical of that at all, by the way. That shot of those fireworks is incredible. Yeah. Credit credit to Danny White, Tennessee's marketing campaign and athletics communications department. I mean, we saw the video they made yesterday. They are... 100% cashing in on this in, in the way they need to. And this is recruiting is what I think about here. That's I mean, exactly what, what I think about. What recruit wouldn't want to go here at this point? I mean, you, you get Josh Heupel just upset Nick Saban, and you got Nick Saban yesterday uh, basically looking like uh, Josh Heupel outcoached him. He, he talked about Tennessee was on the goal line, and they were in I formation, and Alabama players basically didn't know didn't know what to do. And so it's, it's things like that where you start to hear and realize how good of a coach Josh Heupel is and players want to play for him. So I, I think about recruiting. I know you do too. Um, and, and the scenes, not only post-game, but during the game. I mean, the whole four hours of that game was, was just madness. So um, it, it's incredible. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if this win we look back at and say that's what kind of lit the, uh, lit the lit exhaust the pipe. Well. <laughs> It's. I don't know that I've seen a game where four or five days later, people are still, yeah, I mean, there it is. People continue to do this, and ESPN has fueled this. They have shown this stuff repeatedly like nothing I have ever seen. That, to me, Billy, coupled with the fact those who know, and I'm certainly no expert, at NIL, name, image, likeness. When I think of NIL, it was the old Nashville Interscholastic League. <laughs> um, but they are probably one of the 10 best well-oiled machines mm -hmm. right now in the NIL world. And so that has certainly fueled the start of this. Yep. I think Jalen Hyatt really cashed in uh, in, in his NIL uh, worth after not, I mean, after this game, he's played really well before this game, but I saw something like his value went up a, a ridiculous amount after, after his performance. And, but it's all about cashing in on it. I mean, you know, it's one thing to score five touchdowns, but 
you know, feeding into NIL, you can really make yourself some money as a player. And so I, I think that Tennessee is is right in the thick of it right now. I mean, they're right up there with Texas, LSU, the the big time NIL contributors. And I think that's not the reason. I mean, that, that's not the the main reason, but NIL has definitely contributed and Tennessee has hopped onto it. And I mean, th- there's there's no reason why they wouldn't. Uh, I mean, that that's that's the day and age we, we're living in right now. Feel free to run the uh, the fireworks shot again. <laughs> now to UT Martin, which on the surface, you sit there and you go, give me a break. I don't need to hear it. I know what's coming. But there are now a couple of new things that you have to factor in. Number one is Tennessee now has to get into the style points business. Just beating UT Martin 27 to 14 would probably not be good enough. Now you're into the style points business, and I hate that that's what has gone on in college football, but in the playoff world, style points do matter. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow, it seems to me twofold. Number one, get into the 40s or the 50s, but do it without Hendon Hooker for the most part. I'm not playing him more than a quarter, maybe a quarter and a half at the most. Then you get Milton in there. Uh, Who knows what Joe Milton is? A year ago, he appeared to be the world's strongest arm that had no clue, no touch, uh, just threw the sawdust out of the ball. But for tomorrow, I'm not risking Hendon Hooker now, I, for any real length of time. If I'm a Tennessee fan, I want to see a lot of Joe Milton tomorrow. Just, I mean, simply, you, I think you could play Joe on the go. Yeah, Joe on the go. This isn't <laughs> this isn't going to happen. But I think you could play Joe Milton the entire game against UT Martin. You'd be just fine. I'm not saying they should do that, but at this point, Hendon Hooker is the most valuable player on that team, and you cannot risk uh, him getting injured. Um, so I, I, I think Milton, Milton can get it done. Mil- Milton can he can beat UT Martin at the very least. Now, if if Hooker goes down, can he go out and beat a Kentucky? Can he? Can he? What can he do against Georgia? I think right. that's a, that's a question we need to start asking because. Hooker, we've seen him take some shots. Now, he's tough. Yeah, God forbid that happens. All yeah. I, the, here, here would be the last piece of what I would go with on Tennessee. I don't know that it was thought out this way several years ago, but it has turned out to be a brilliant piece of scheduling. Oh my Tennessee gosh. did not need to play anybody that would require, you know, 100% stuff. The hangover from Alabama, we've all got it. You go into the sports bars, everybody's talking about it. You turn on television, everybody's talking about it. UT Martin turns out to be a brilliant piece of scheduling because you got a week that you can, you know, celebrate and do all this stuff. But the fact of it is, next Saturday, Will Levis and Kentucky are coming to town. By the way, one last piece of news. We think we will know Monday at the point that we go on the air the start time of the Tennessee-Georgia game. Obviously, it's a CBS at 2.30, or is it? Is it one that CBS flexes into prime time? 
We think we'll know that on Monday. And the minute we've got it, it will be the lead story on this show on Monday. And we should also know a lot more about this guy right here, Cedric Tillman, uh, Tennessee's best wide receiver. Could Will he go against Kentucky? You know, could we see him against UT Martin a little bit? Now, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him against UT Martin, but I would be surprised if we don't see him uh, against Kentucky. To the other contenders, Alabama in past history, when they've gotten beat in the regular season, smokes the next opponent. My gut feeling is they'll smoke Mississippi State Normally, when this happens, they get off to a rip-roaring start. If they don't, then you start to ask some questions. Alabama's schedule uh, affords them a November 5th at LSU. Tiger Stadium is something you always worry about. And then all of a sudden, the biggie, where they have to go to Oxford to mm. take on Ole Miss. So it doesn't get a whole lot easier. No, after Alabama's Tennessee. road is pretty difficult. Georgia has a bye week. We assume they'll win the bye week. That was a <laughs> joke. Then they've got Florida in the cocktail party where Jack and Coke apparently is the most popular thing going. And then they get Tennessee, whether it's daytime at Samford stadium or at night, those are for the moment, the three SEC contenders, Ole Miss tomorrow has the opportunity to decide, are we really a national title contender? They go to LSU. I think Watson was right about something he said yesterday, which is you want to stay ahead of LSU because if you get that crowd going, Billy, mm. that's not what you want. No, no, you cannot give that crowd any reason to to, to cheer and be happy. Because uh, it is a little bit later. They're going to be a little bit more fired up for that uh, that afternoon kick. A little um, more sauced. Yeah, a little, little bit more. Uh, but, man, I, I'm looking forward to that. It's all on Jackson Dart's shoulders. I mean, we're going to really find out what Jackson Dart's made of. Brad Logan talked about it yesterday. I mean, it, it's his time to to go out there and, and, and show the country what he's made of. And uh, if he doesn't, Ole Miss is in trouble because that crowd – you don't want to be down a, a couple scores in, in Death Valley. Let's go to the other three contenders at the moment and talk about them. Clemson's got Syracuse tomorrow, and for whatever reason, this has been a weird stumbling block for Clemson. Now, all of a sudden, Syracuse may be able to back it up. They're undefeated. They're also a 13-and-a-half-point underdog. This is... To me, Clemson's toughest deal left, although they go to Notre Dame November the 5th. I don't know what Notre Dame is. They couldn't beat Stanford at home. They don't appear to have a lot of offense. No. And so I don't think it's what it has been in the past, which is something Clemson had to circle and really worry about. Michigan, to me, I'm looking at this, has – in my mind, a very easy road until the end. Michigan State in a week, then Rutgers, then Nebraska, before they take on Ohio State. As for the Buckeyes, they've got Iowa tomorrow. Nobody's particularly worried about that, in particular because it's in Columbus. Here's the one that shocked me. Penn State has used Ohio State as whiteout 
fodder. Mm. But not this year. What do you mean? Well, I'll tell you what I mean. They're doing the whiteout tomorrow night against Minnesota because Fox has already picked up Ohio State, Penn State as an 11 in the morning game. No. Yeah, which is that really... That is an absolute joke. Well, that's that's what... That's awful. That's what apparently has happened. And I think that's a huge advantage to Ohio oh, State. Oh, it's a, it's a five-point advantage. Because I mean, that, a night game, it's like LSU. I mean, now, I, yes, we may overrate it, but a night game in college football favors the home crowd well, by far. Penn State has pulled a couple of upsets of Ohio State with the whiteout. Mm-hmm. And so I was shocked when I saw that. I mean, a whiteout at night, those players, that's what they want. That's yeah. that's why they go to Penn State. Yes. And, 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 instead, and, they, don't, and they don't they don't get it. So I, I I'm a I, I'm a huge my one of my pet peeves is when TV is not the way it's supposed to be in college football. And this is a big reason. I mean, this should not be happening. I'm going to check it a little closer, but what I see is that Fox has it as an 11 in the morning game. I've got to believe that Fox ends up putting that as a night timer. And then Penn State finds a a sponsor and does a second whiteout. But they are whiteouting tomorrow night against Minnesota, who will try to row the boat. And through Penn, the whiteout, Penn State's been really good. You know they they've lost to Michigan seemingly every year, and it hasn't been hasn't been pretty. But they've they've been able to kind of go down the stretch of the season and keep winning after that. So I'd expect them to to be fired up tomorrow night. So those are your right now title contenders. Ole Miss decides tomorrow. Are we a title contender into November? Who knows crazy isn't it SEC could have four that are sitting there saying we are legitimate national title contenders that is crazy Ole Miss if uh they've got a real chance I mean they've got as good of a chance that they're they're being undervalued right now but look out for the Rebels if they win tomorrow and then they get Bama at home man I'd love to see a Tennessee Ole Miss SEC title Dan in Atlanta. That'd be awesome. When we come back, we will view a Zach Womble with his big orange hoodie, his hat on backwards, and his (laughs) high school knowledge. And probably in that order. Stick around. (laughs) This is Main Street Media Television. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com.
at WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. We pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete service heat and air can clean your coils. Check out your motor and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete service heat and air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Durad Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. Providing a church of welcome, used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. Oh, let Zach sing it. Well, first off, what version is this? Who 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 is singing this? Because this is not the original version. Um, <laughs> I meant I meant to press the uh, the official band version of it. That's uh well, you know what? We'll fault. do that on the way out. There you, football, there you go. Let's get him full screen here in a minute because we're going to begin this interview with true or false. Okay. You ready? Yeah. True or false? The last time you washed that nasty thing was the Derek Dooley administration. Uh, well, it's not that old, George. I actually got this hat before the season started. Uh, no, I'm not talking about the hat. I'm talking about the, ho- the hoodie. Oh, the, 
The hoodie? No, this yeah. thing is clean. It actually clean. just got I just got this out of the that closet right there uh last night before I went to go cover uh region soccer championship. So this thing's actually been in been in the closet since um probably since last February. <laughs> so it's pretty clean. It's pretty clean. I would say so. It looks nice and bright. But uh I did want to say I'm wearing the the hoodie because you know I am committing to the University of Tennessee to play football. So Obviously, they got it going on right now. So, who wouldn't like, like Billy said, who wouldn't want to play for that program? Right. The the problem is they're not going to give you an NIL deal. No, but uh, you know what? Hey, before we get into the high school talk, I, I do want to say something that I think is really cool. You know, Vol Twitter gets a bad gets a bad rap a lot of times, and rightfully so. There are a lot of um, uneducated people on, on the internet, but um, UT Martin tagged Vol Twitter. Uh, I think it was yesterday, A.J. Marquez, one of their players, he lost his family home due to Hurricane Ivan. And uh, they're now over $62,000 on that GoFundMe. They started out at $1,000. So just over 24 hours, $60,000. That's that's pretty cool. That is is awesome. As annoying as as Vol Twitter can be sometimes, they've done some really cool things. They did the same thing with, um, what's his name, uh, on the Tennessee basketball team. Uh, Uh, Ziegler. Yeah, Zakai Ziegler. They, I mean, they basically uh, saved him and his family. So, I mean, uh, credit to Vault Twitter right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, there are high school activities tonight. There are, uh, yeah. And and one of them is the Giant Killer CPA. They've already taken down Murfreesboro, Oakland. And now they get Lipscomb Academy. Let's start with that. Are they good enough to win that game? You know, I mean, they, they've done they've done something Lipscomb Academy couldn't do in the regular season last year, and that's that's beat Oakland. Um, are they a capable program? Absolutely. Do they have a capable coaching staff? Absolutely. Can they win? I don't think so. I mean, Lipscomb Academy has kind of shown that that um, they're kind of in the in a class of their own right now. You know, these two teams played last year, and uh, I believe Lipscomb Academy has beaten them by combined. 65 nothing. It was 38 nothing in the regular season to 27 nothing in the state championship. I am looking more at CPA than I'm at Lipscomb Academy. I want to see how CPA comes out. I just I want to see if the, you know that confidence carries over from Oakland uh, because I think you could argue that Lipscomb Academy is is probably the best team in the state. You know, Oakland not far behind them and if you can take down Oakland, why can't you possibly take down Lipscomb Academy? Do I think it's going to happen? No, but you know, I think CPA players rightfully so, have have a lot of confidence going into that to that football game. The other game that you've sort of circled in this is NBA and Baylor. A couple Absolutely. of weeks ago, you started talking NBA as the best team in the state. If you were going to go one, two, three right now in the state, kind of list what you think they are. Uh, you know, I, I've – Constantly gone back and forth on Lipscomb Academy and NBA being the number one team. But I think after just looking at it, you have to go Lipscomb Academy number one because of the resume, but not far behind them, I think, is NBA. And then number three, I think, is Oakland. Um, you know, I think those teams can move at any, at any point during the season. Um, you could have Oakland number one, NBA number one. And I think most people would say, that's, you know, that's about right. I don't think there's a big gap between those three teams, but I do think Lipscomb Academy uh, has deserved that number one ranking, and and they are the best team in the state right now. Can Baylor take down NBA? 
You know what? They, uh, they're they 4-0 on the road this season, George, and the only team that they've lost to was out of Athens, Georgia, Prince Avenue Christian Academy, and they lost 42-35, so it's not like they got shellacked or anything like that. Um, so they're a really good football team, and honestly, you know, I these two teams could meet for a state title. I, I think that's a realistic possibility. Baylor's already shown to take down the Giants of, of McCauley uh, in Chattanooga, and now they get another Giant uh, coming up in NBA. In, in and so um, I, I'm a big believer in Baylor this year, and I think if anybody's going to take down NBA, it, it could be them. Okay, I want to get to this reclassification stuff. This is an area I don't pretend to know or totally understand the way you do, so I'm just going to sort of toss it at you and say, go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, for the, I'll say this. For the most part, schools, administration, coaches had a good idea of where they were going to land as far as the enrollment numbers are concerned. But the TSSAA just a couple of days ago made it official, announcing reclassification for the 2023-2025 school year cycle. So there's a lot of movement in there. I mean, it's it's a big document. What I would say is I would encourage our, our watchers, our listeners – to head on over to MainStreetPreps.com. What you're going to do is go down to the Sumner County tab, and you're going to see my story where it says TSSAA announces classifications for that cycle. Now, the schools listed for at the top by the enrollment numbers are only Sumner County, but everyone can, can follow that story because it's basically a copy and paste from the TSSAA website of who goes where, what the what the cap number is on each classification, and, and kind of where you would fall. So all you really have to do is, is know your enrollment number, and you can look at that story and see where you fall in, in each respective. Just looking at football, since the, you know this is a football segment, you know six A Collierville is the biggest school at twenty eight hundred students, but the smallest school, George Clarksville at fifteen fifty five. Northwest is in the fourteen hundreds, and they're talking about playing up. In 6A. So there is a huge gap between the biggest school in 6A and the smallest school in 6A. How you find a happy medium there, I'm not really sure because, as my story states on MainStreetPreps.com, I mean, the, the divisions, the classifications are pretty much split evenly. I mean, Class 1A features 50 teams, 2A has 51, 3A, 3A has 50, 4A has 49, 5A has 49, and 6A has 49. So there's really not much you can do there, but it just it just shows a huge gap between the biggest 6A school and the smallest 6A school. In your mind, what's the biggest surprise that came out of this? So let's start with the public schools. So all, pretty much all of Wilson County that was in 5A is moving up to 6A next year. So you've got Mount Juliet, Wilson Central, and Green Hill moving up to 6A. Gallatin is the only 6A team in Sumner County to, to stay 6A. Hendersonville and Beach dropped to 5A, assuming that that's what they want to do. They have until October 24th to submit paperwork to stay 6A. But if that's the case, you would think Gallatin is going to join the Mount Juliet's, Wilson Central's, Green Hills of the world in a region. So that region could look good. Pope Prep, BA, Innsworth, St. Benedict, and Ar Arbondale, 3 3A teams in, in AA, Division II, or excuse me, Division II 3A drop to Division II AA. That's Pope Prep, Innsworth, Brentwood Academy, St. Benedict, and Auburndale. So those are big schools dropping down to AA, and you like maybe their competition rate getting away from the bigger schools. Zach, let me ask you as we get to our last thing here, Chance Fitzgerald, uh, Nolansville wide receiver, the, yeah. the hottest thing going right now. Yeah. I mean, he's picked up. All kinds of offers here in the past week, really. I mean, he yep. had a monster game 
in their win over Page a couple weeks ago. I think that helped a lot. Yep. Um, and I mean, the offers in Minnesota, Louisville, uh, Kentucky, Michigan, Michigan State, Oklahoma State. So, what is it with with, with how hot he's gotten right now in, in terms of recruiting? And and I mean, do you think he's got that big time that that Power Five Michigan type potential? I mean, I tell you what, it's it's hard not to to like him. We were watching him, Billy, in, in studio two weeks ago when they played yeah. at Page, and you just kept saying, hey, go to chance, go to chance. And that's what they did early and often. And yep. he's just such a big-time player. I remember he made big plays in, in, in their win in the playoffs last year at Station Camp, a game that we were at. Um, and he just kind of – ever since then, he's slowly but surely gotten better, gotten better. Mm-hmm. And then you, you see that big game against Page on television. You've got recruiters there. And once one Power Five offer starts to roll in, it seems like it kind of snowball effects. Mm-hmm. And now he's all the way up to Michigan, like you said, Syracuse, Auburn has thrown their hat in the ring. And so you wonder, like, when is that big time SEC program going to throw his hat in the ring? Auburn is that. I know they're having a down year, but you wonder if Tennessee, Alabama, Kentucky, those schools that see Auburn throw their hat in the ring think we have to get in this as well. But Chance Fitzgerald, I tell you what, he is something special to watch and. And I don't know if I really truly appreciated him until a couple weeks ago when we were watching yeah. Billy, but when he was on TV, George, you had left at this time. He was spectacular. That page yeah. game, he took over. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last three, four minutes, it was it was a chance Fitzgerald show. So Zach, I'll be interested to see does does he want a school where he's gonna be able to play right away, or is he looking for that Tennessee offer or that, you know, that that other big time SEC offer? That's always something to watch with, with a lot of these guys. You know, I, I can't I can't pretend to know. Uh, I would love to ask him, but I mean, if you're a competitor, wouldn't you want to go to the best of the best if you have that ability? I mean, if Alabama throws you an offer, if ten- Tennessee throws you an offer, if Ohio State throws you an offer, Southern Cal, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, there are certain programs if they offer you, it'd be hard pressed to pass up, if, in my opinion. Yeah, but the beauty of recruiting is there's so many different personalities. Yeah. Some want to stay close to home. Sure. Some don't want any part of it. Some want to be a part of building something as opposed to just being part of what's already there. You, you never know unless you get to know them what the factors are, which makes recruiting uh, and, and trying to prognosticate recruiting such a dicey deal. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I'm looking at 24-7 right now. It said, you know how, Zach, you know how this is, where they say warm yep. or cool in these schools. It says Minnesota and Louisville are, are his top two right now, at least, you know, in terms of how, where he may go. So you never know. I mean, it, you never know what kind of relationship a player can build with a coach down the road. Absolutely, yeah. No, I mean, you, you hit on it. I guess, I guess he likes cold-weather climates. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a recruit, if I was a, if I was a highly touted recruit, I, I'm going somewhere that is – warm and sunny i'm going to the west coast or maybe down to to florida or something where you can actually catch the football without freezing your hand off exactly exactly so it's warm in minnesota right yes in august in right. august is uh, that's august. exactly in august <laughs> your, that's exactly right your preseason workouts will be just fine yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly so, right so zach now that we've got this hoodie thing out yeah we're gonna play. Are we gonna play for him? Oh yeah, we can. Hey, let me let me let me let me ask you one question before I let you, before you let me go. Okay. You, you guys talked about getting Hooker out of there against UT Martin. They're a thirty-eight point favorite. Honestly, George, what I would love to see as a fan, I'd love to see Joe Milton start the game and then Taven Jackson finish it up in the second mm. half. True freshman. Listen, 
Tennessee's returning nobody next year in the quarterback room. You have to get that kid valuable reps at some point in time. What better game than UT Martin? Well, get ready because when Watson joins us in a few minutes, we're going to bring that very point to him. Now, Zach didn't like the first uh, go round of Rocky Top. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the band version of it. They do such are, a good job. Are you prepared to sing it? Oh, you don't want that, George. You don't. Early, early. Don't. And I'm not going to let it happen. No, he you might, don't. I might. I'll get him to sing it tonight. Uh, I remember I was singing Rocky Top at a game one time when I was in college, and this sweet old lady turned around. And she, she said, "Just bless your heart. You just cannot sing." <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Hey, thanks as always. All right, guys. See ya. Okay, when we come back, and thanks to Tennessee's band for appearing on the show. <laughs> when we come back. We'll get into stat of the day, which uh, is another dicey proposition, especially when I go out and go at it solo. This is Main Street Media Television. Serving Williamson and surrounding counties, Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee offers comprehensive orthopedic care. With 16 subspecialized physicians, our practice provides high-tech care with a hometown touch. We offer physician clinics, physical and occupational therapy, advanced imaging, and surgical services, including interventional procedures. Call us at 615-791-2630. We're Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee. High-tech care with a hometown touch. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad, I couldn't work for almost a year. I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. At Sumner Funeral and Cremation, our mission is to serve families as our own, celebrate the life of their loved one, and help begin the healing process. My whole family, including my wife and my mom and siblings, were very happy with the treatment that we received. I would highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation. We offer funeral, burial, cremations, and pre-planning services. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace. And we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes, and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. 
We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. It is now time for Stat of the Day, powered by John English Vintage Sports and Cards and Eric Berner with Rock Castle Wealth Advisors. You can find John English in Shelbyville, Tennessee. They've got memorabilia, trading cards, antique and historical sports equipment, games, advertising, and other sport-related items. You can visit them Tuesdays through Fridays from noon to 5 o'clock and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5. Visit johnenglishgradedcards.com. Also, Eric Berner with Rock Castle Wealth Advisors. Give Eric a call at 615-490-7052 or visit their website at rockcastlewealth.com for more information. All right, George, let's uh, let's get to today's stat of the day. And uh, this is, of course, as always, brought to you by Michael Sendrick. He's got a good one today. Yes, I'm sure he does. Which NFL running back has the current longest active streak of eclipsing 100 scrimmage yards. Hey, go five ahead. Five games straight. Go ahead and let's let's go ahead and put Watson in uh, <laughs> now because I'm told that uh, Jeff Pennington may be about five to ten minutes later. How are we doing there, Sunshine? <laughs> how, how are the boys? I don't see the boys on Friday, so no, well, this, this is a unique experience. This is Watson Brown bonus coverage. <laughs> okay, so let's that see. and a dime will get you a cup of coffee. So, so have you seen the question? Uh, no, I'm going to read it right now. Which NFL running back has the current longest active streak of eclipsing 100 yards, five straight games? Okay, who would that be? Well, let's think about that for a minute. Um, I don't think it's Christian McCaffrey. No. Although scrimmage yards. that trade? Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I want to get to that in a minute with yeah, you. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Do we consider Debo Samuel a running back? No, I wouldn't think so. He, he carries the football, but I wouldn't call him a running back. No, I wouldn't think so. Uh, who's, who's, who's a hot back right now? It's gotta be, I'm trying, I always try to go through divisions is what I do or conference or whatever we call them. Um, I know it's not in our division. Well, now, wait a minute. Let me ask this. When you say scrimmage yards, is it possible it is Derrick Henry? I don't think he got a hundred at, uh, at, at Buffalo. Well, I'm talking both. If, if he says scrimmage yards, isn't that running and passing? Is it? Yeah, Is yeah it I mean, that, really? that's, that's scrimmage yards, yeah. Ugh. Well, then it may be Derrick Henry because he's caught a lot of screens here in the last few games. Yeah. So the it last well may five. be Derrick Henry. The one game would be Buffalo. I think he's hit it on all the rest of them. How many okay. games have they played? Six? Titans have played six, right? Yes. So that Buffalo would be in those five. Could could somebody like Austin Eckler get there? I, I don't. You'd have to help me. I don't know how. 
I mean, I know he's been pretty good, but this this one's hard because you're having to keep up with a lot of people to come up with this one. Okay, let let's go. Let's go, Derrick Henry, and just see what happens. It is McCaffrey. Oh, my goodness. It is McCaffrey. Wow. I didn't think he had started playing again that five games back. That's what I would have said, too, Watson. I, I, I wouldn't have considered him because I thought he started later in the year than that. Well, but wait a minute. I'm not sure that the question says that. The longest active streak of eclipsing 100 scrimmage straight. Okay, we'll, we'll go with it. Yeah, we, we we missed that one, but I we I would have put him in there if I'd have thought he'd have played oh, yeah. five games. I didn't think he oh. played five games. Watson, what's your reaction to this? Because it seems like there's some win-win for both teams. Well, it, it's it's win in some ways because he is so popular in that area, George. He was a great back at Stanford. Everybody loves him. Uh, getting to go back there. Uh, he fits the mode of what right now the 49ers are doing because now they'll use him even like Debo Samuel. They'll stick him out in pass patterns. They'll run it. He'll carry the ball. But my gracious, they gave up a lot. Normally, you don't give up that much for a running back. Running backs is not one of the things that go way up the list as a priority to give up a lot for. And uh, so they did it. I, I, I love him. I love watching him play. Um, he can do everything as a running back. As I say, he's very similar to Debo Samuels, and I think that's why they went after him. That's a that's a great combination right there now. Oh. And that might put the 49ers over the hump. When they get everybody back, they've had so many hurt on defense. Yeah. This could make them back a contender again, George. Another weapon, man. Another weapon. But, man, did they give up a lot. Get ready. We got more for you here in just a second. Billy, have we officially reached we are the 5 o'clock hour? We are officially into the 5 o'clock hour, and it's presented by Middle Tennessee Bone and Joint. They combine state-of-the-art orthopedic service with a family atmosphere, whether it's a sports injury, sprained ankle, major joint replacement. They've got the staff training and equipment needed to take care of any patient in any circumstance. Their mission is to provide high-quality, specialized orthopedic care in a compassionate manner to the people of Columbia and Middle Tennessee. Visit mtbj.net for more info. Okay, we bring Watson Brown back up, a rare Friday appearance on the show. We had to get a waiver from um, from his past employer, UAB. To no, you had to get a waiver from my wife. That's a tougher <laughs> waiver. <laughs> I love that it. That is a much tougher waiver, bud. You uh, give up a lot when you get to give a waiver to buy <laughs> to the Brenda waiver. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so before we bring you on for what we really brought you on for, would you even play Hendon Hooker tomorrow? Oh yeah, that would not look good to your team. Um, you you preach all spring, summer, winter. Every game is the biggest game of the year. We treat them all the same. Absolutely, you play him. Now, they ought to be able to take him out pretty quick. How, uh, how quick? I want to say middle of the second quarter, he could be gone. Uh, Martin is a solid SCS team. It would be a Missouri State-type team that played Arkansas. Uh, but it's not going to matter. I mean, 
and and Jason Simpson, their head coach, I coached at Mississippi State. So I go way back with Jason. He's a very good football coach. And so they're gonna they're gonna play solid. They're not gonna give the game away. It might get into early second half. I'm gonna predict uh he could be out by this five minute mark of the second half, something like that. Well. Of the first half of it. Five-minute mark of the first half. Okay. But they, they uh, got to play him, George. You can't – plus, he's in the Heisman race, and he don't need to not have stats in a game. You got to get the Heisman stats. For, for, and they're not thinking that, but that's legit now. That's legit. All of this sounds good until something happens. Oh, I know. And then when something happens, Watson, it opens up a huge second guess where you're like, you didn't need to use him. That's uh, the flip side of this. Yeah, but you can't, as a coach, you cannot think about that. You just, you can't coach that way, George. I, I know what you're saying and I get it. I understand it completely. But as a coach, I never thought that way. Now, Getting one out when you got a big lead, yeah, I thought that way. Uh, but never, never going into a game, not play your starters in the game. If they're hurt, if his shoulder was still bad, absolutely so. But he played fine in the last game. I didn't see any signs of any problems. He hardly got touched in the Alabama game. Uh, so I, he he's playing Saturday. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Okay, let's get to the Titans and the Colts, which is why we really brought you in here. And here is sort of the tale of the tape. Um, you know, yesterday when I asked you about the running game, you were emphatic. It's, yeah. it's simply in the Titans' corner. So what's going on in Indy where Jonathan Taylor is not closer to making that check mark a push? Well, offensive line play early and then injury here late. He hadn't played. And I don't think he's playing this week. Um, Hines is also out. So their top two running backs are out. So they've had to go more to the passing game. So, but th their offense isn't built off the run first. The Titans offense is built off of the run first. Everything, everything comes off of Derrick Henry in the running game. So you got to check that for the Titans. If that isn't checked every week for the Titans, George, they're in deep trouble. Um, that that that's a no-brainer to me. That one's not. This isn't even close because from philosophy to injury, uh, all the way through, this is a this is a Titan check. Would you admit that a year ago, as Jonathan Taylor was running wild on people, it would have been very close? Yeah, they've completely changed. And I'm not sure it wasn't out of had to because they could not. Their offensive line, all this money in the Colts' offensive line, and they hadn't been physical, George. They're protecting the passer better than they're coming off the ball. Doesn't make sense when you sign all these dudes to get Jonathan Taylor really going. So, and then Jonathan gets hurt. I think he got hurt because, well, he got hurt on the play in the Titans game when he fumbled. They bent him backwards on that short yardage carry, if you remember. That's when he got hurt. And and he hadn't been back since. And then Hines gets hurt the game after that. Then they had to throw it. But 
it is what it is. And I think they've done the right thing for their team right now because of the situation they're in. Okay, you give the check mark to the Colts in the throwing game. I don't think that's a big surprise. This kid Pierce has really helped the Colts. Yeah. Um, teams are looking for the third and the fourth receiver. Um, you know, I, I I wonder about the Titans when you get to a third and a fourth receiver. Let's talk about that a little bit. I worry about the Titans when you get to the first or second receiver. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know. Who would you say today? We got to complete this ten-yard pass, or the game where we lose. Who would you go to? Robert Woods. Yeah. Well, first of all, I guess that's true, but you'd have to think about it. And I'm not saying that Robert's not a good player, but he's not anywhere close to a go-to player. No, they, they don't really have one, which then begs the question that I brought up yesterday. There's there's one guy out there, and we all know who we're talking about. If you're the Titans, are you pursuing him? I don't see how you don't. But, again, I don't know the money thing. I don't know where they are with all that. Um, it's just a shame we're in this spot. And – where I disagree with the thought process with the Titans is I never thought a first rounder, a mid late first rounder would be anywhere close to an AJ Brown. I, I, I think they were telling everybody, well, we can go get the go-to guy, man. That's hard to do as a rookie to be the man on a football team in critical downs. And then Burks didn't get off to a great start. And then he gets hurt. So A.J. Brown out right now and what we're playing with keeps us from winning a Super Bowl, in my opinion. So I think they've got to trade for one or sign him. I don't know that they have any choice. If they truly, George, behind closed doors, if they truly think they're good enough to win a Super Bowl. Odell Beckham Jr., and I think he'd come because it's a good team. It's a, He knows he's going to be in the playoffs. He comes with the Titans. They're going to be in. And, and he knows that. So the Titans would be in the running for him because his number one statement consistently the last three months has been, I want to go to a contender. But nobody has had the Titans listed as one of the teams. No, they have not. And it may be because they don't throw it enough that, that Odell thinks he would be the guy. But if he is the number one guy, I think he gets as many catches, even though we don't throw it as much as other teams, as a bevy like putting him back with the Rams. I think he'd get as many catches with the Titans as if he goes back to the Rams because of Cooper Cup. Defensively, you've got this as a stalemate. Tell me, tell me where that comes from. Stalemate to me is both of them are okay. Neither one of them are great. I call it a stalemate because here's when you win the game. The Titans stop the pass really well in the game or well enough to win it, or the coach stopped the run really well, well enough to win it. The one that does one of those two things is going to win this game, in my personal opinion. So it's all off of that check mark right there that's sitting dead equal going into this game. 
the, the Colts are doing right now what the Titans' nemesis is. They're throwing it nearly ever down. We'll see how the Titans play that. Uh, and the Titans have run the ball well on the Colts for years now, for whatever reason they have. And, and they have yet to really get Derrick Henry under control, George. And, and uh, he got going against the Colts a couple of weeks ago. That was one of his better games that got him going again. So both teams are fighting a piece that they really struggle with. The coach struggled with Derrick Henry. The, the Titans struggle with the pass. Does getting Dupree back a week off, freshen this pass rush? Because the way we stop the pass is rush the passer. We're not going to stop the pass in pass coverage. We're going to stop the pass by getting to their quarterback who can't move a lick. So if I'm sitting there, I'm the times I'm coming after his fanny from start of the game, man, start of the game. But mark it, the team that wins this one, the better defense wins this game Sunday. Okay, you've got the Titans in the special teams check mark. Indy has gotten rid of Rodrigo Blankenship, yep. the uh, former Georgia kicker, who I think last night, if I saw correctly, was kicking for the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Randy Bullock has been pretty good this year, yep. but in his Titan career, he's had two buzzer field goals to win a game, and he's 0 for 2. Yeah, but this year he's been good. He's kicking the ball in the end zone nearly every single time. He's making all of his kicks. Our punter has been fantastic. Our return game with Woods has been after the after Phillips kind of got hurt and benched. Woods has done a good job with the return game. Uh, so I think checkmark uh, check Titans all the way, 100%. Okay, at the bottom, obviously, the checkmark goes to the Titans for the fact it's at Nissan Stadium. What's the intangible? When I, when I use that word, you immediately went Titans. Tell me what it is. Off week, fresh. Colts had a hard game last week, won it, had to come back and beat Jacksonville. Uh, we're sitting back with our feet propped up, relaxing, fresh. Usually in the NFL, when you get that open date, you're pretty good. I think that's a major intangible in this game. Let's get the final score out there. I got it 28-21. I think it'll be a little higher than normal. Titans are normally 24-17, something like that. This one will be a little higher because the Colts are passing it every down and the clock. there will be more plays run in this game because of that. The clock won't run as much as it normally does with the Colts throwing it as much as they're going to throw it. So Brenda gave you the waiver to be on. Absolutely. And I'm guessing that at your age that – early morning is better before you sort of. You didn't do that, did you? I did. I mean, I come on for love from you guys on a Friday. And you, you certainly didn't get any of that from Billy you yesterday. You know with that? I'm fresher in the morning? We need to we need to make this show an 8 o'clock show then because yeah, you're 62. You're getting there. Isn't so, that why you play golf in the morning? No. Okay. I play golf in the morning because we do this show in the afternoon. <laughs> There's a reason that I play golf in the morning, Coach Plaster. Doesn't my coat look nice? Oh, wonderful. 
Yeah. Wonderful. It's great to see you. Oh, have a wonderful weekend. Billy, good did, gracious. Did you what did you feed him this morning? I, I don't know what's gotten into him. He, he's got he's he's got my disease that I had yesterday. Oh, you were it's true. It's contagious. I'm staying <laughs> away from you two. I would never want to get on anybody, so I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Come travel to the Greek festival. That's what it is. You gotta go. You got you got a full day of Greek festival. So you're not you're not waking up in the best frame of mind in the world. That's what it is. You are, you gotta do an honest day's work today. That's we've got to go to a break. For you. We've got to go to a break immediately. <laughs> Watson, have a good weekend. See you guys. Get your rest. Uh, <laughs> bye. Stay tuned. <laughs> Jeez. I'm not sure I can finish this. Oh. Stay tuned. We'll have more on Main Street Media Television. <laughs> Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. 
I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Barner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. We're back. Even though later in the show, I'll give you the plaster bets of the weekend. I've got five of them. The guy that's been red hot is Jeff Pennington. He will join us here in just a moment. But first, a word from Pennington Distilling. Pennington Distilling Company was founded in 2011 with the goal of creating original craft spirits that embody the same character as the city they were born in, Nashville, Tennessee. From grain to glass, every step is taken to produce spirits of exceptional craftsmanship and quality. Pick up one of their award-winning products like Picker's Vodka, Davidson Reserve Whiskey, and Whisper Creek Tennessee Sip and Cream today. Or stop by the distillery in West Nashville and the nations. Follow them on social media and online at PenningtonDistillingCo.com. Okay, Jeff had been red hot going into last week. How did you do? Uh, another two in one week, you know. So wow. it's, uh, but it doesn't matter because I didn't take Tennessee on those picks and they won. So, so you're it's happy. Good. I'm happy. So a little black with the uh, with the power T. Yeah, it's old school, old school little Tennessee. I've worn Tennessee, I think, just about every day this week in some form or fashion. Now that I believe, and you're going to the Tennessee Georgia game. I am. I, I'm going down there, so I'm actually going to go. I think I'm going to try to sneak up to the Kentucky game too. So I just I'm really worried. I, I'm excited, but Kentucky's the the you know, Georgia's a coin flip. They're really good. You know, I I'm, I'm it's going to be an exciting game. I hope. Yeah, Kentucky's uh, they, a trap game now. But Kentucky's that week before Georgia, you know, Levis should be probably healthy by then. I mean, I know he's already playing, but I don't think he was really 100% healthy last week. But And they, they want to beat us, and I just don't want to sleep on them, you know. Hopefully our fans are pumped up. They show up ready to go, and the players don't, don't let it down that week. Oh, you know they will be. So the big one tomorrow is this Ole Miss-LSU game that I think decides – whether undefeated Ole Miss gets into this thing, and now you got four SEC teams battling for a couple of playoff spots, what do you think in Tiger Stadium? You know, I, I, we've talked to. I feel like we've had LSU every week, and somehow I've gotten lucky picking them because they're Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, they're they're just you know, that was my one loss last week. I, I thought Florida was would take it at home at night in the swamp, and LSU just came in and really kind of manhandled them. It wasn't really ever even a close game. So, you know, I, I kind of, you know, everybody saw my LSU rolling hot and I've, ne- and I've picked against Lane Kiffin every week. Um, so I'm going to go with Lane this week. 
as a dog, an undefeated team coming in as a dog to LSU, only because it's at 2.30 and not at night. If it was at night game, I think I'd take LSU. But I'm going to take a, I'm going to take Ole Miss plus two as a dog coming in. I think the lane train keeps rolling until they meet Alabama. By the way, uh, that line has changed dramatically. LSU opened as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Somebody down in the bayou has uh, has gone with some crazy Ole Miss money to get that thing changed the way it has. So you've did, got the did Rebels. You see Tennessee, did you watch the Tennessee-Alabama line about two hours before the game? You're talking about when it went to nine? It went from seven to nine. Two yeah, that was, that was all Bryce Young. That was the belief that Bryce Young was going to play. And, and look, he did play, and he was brilliant. I he mean, he, was, he played like game. a champion. I mean, oh. I, regardless of who won that game, I think anybody who's watching that game, whether a Tennessee-Alabama fan or not, got to enjoy one of the best college football games I've ever watched. I mean, I know that I was happy we won, but Bryce Young played just unbelievable. I mean, we were just knocking the junk out of him chasing around and he just made play after what he ended, I think he still ended up with 450 plus yards didn't he oh he, oh, he had a Heisman trophy type of day the problem is so did the other guy Hendon Hooker I'll tell now, you what I give the credit to that nobody talks about is our offensive line I, I'm I mean, in total agreement Watson I never I never saw yesterday. Will in the in the back in the backfield I mean really we, Hendon had time back there and when you could say whatever you want about Alabama's team their secondary is not as strong their wide receiver but their defensive line is still all nfl caliber loaded and we we protected him that, that was probably one of the my you know most impressed parts of the game that most people don't pay attention to but i just didn't see him in our backfield a lot not like we were here comes the the crimson tide hangover game they're not used to losing and then having to come back but under Nick Saban, for the most part, when that has happened, they have demolished the next team. Unfortunately for Mississippi State, they are the next team. 21-point spread. Tell me where this goes. That's a big spread. I mean, Mississippi State is, is a good team. Uh, they're hungry. They saw us, you know. Obviously, everybody's probably looking at Alabama's offense saying it's a shootout and they're going to win big, but I don't know. I mean, I think Alabama wins pretty easily. I think it could be 10 to 14 to 17. I, I'm going to take Mississippi State because 21 points is a lot against a ranked team. Two uh, dogs just, in a row. Two dogs in a row. I think I'm going I think I'm going with the dog weekend on this last one, too. I, I could give you a pre, pre, okay. pre. So he's going for the triple crown of dogs, and we're not even at the Breeders' Cup yet. <laughs> Vandy at Missouri, these are, by most people's standards, the 13th and 14th teams in the SEC. And I gather by what you're saying, you think Vandy covers. Yeah, you know, outside of that one game against Georgia, Missouri looked pretty good there. But Georgia, that was probably the worst Georgia's looked in three or four years, to be honest. They just came out flat. But I think, Van, you know, this is a game, you know, Vanderbilt's – you know, we're from Nashville. We got to love Vanderbilt, you know, but, you know, they, they play in a tough SEC division every year. So when they get a game in the SEC that they've got a chance in, they've got to take advantage. And I think they can. I think they can take advantage of this. I think they can, you know, I don't know if they win, but I think they can stay within 14. And maybe even this might be one of my little $20, you know, money lines, you know, just to get some great odds. Oh, yeah. But um, 
but I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Vanderbilt and just make it a dog weekend. You feel good about it? I, I do. I I don't feel great about it, but I feel good about it, and <laughs> I, I still like to root on Vanderbilt. My grandmother would be upset if I didn't root on them. You know, so right, you got to go with what grandma tells you to do. Exactly. Um, I've got Vandy as a as a minus fourteen favorite. They are plus fourteen there, so they are not the favorite in that game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, if it's minus fourteen Vanderbilt. I'm putting my house on Missouri. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Jeff. Have a good weekend. You too. Enjoy the Greek festival. Thank you, Baklava. Coming up. Have a great day. Stay tuned. Thanks. Okay, we're gonna go to the break. The plaster bet of the day is going to happen five times, but I am not going to forget my buddy, Brian Stewart, who is on the line with us. Brian, thank you under some unusual circumstances today. How are you doing? Hey, we're doing great, George. It's uh, another beautiful day in Sumner County. How's things down there? You're, you're into the world there. Same thing. Uh, beautiful weather. We better enjoy this while it lasts. Yes. Your weekends, you you have kind of a mix of stuff. Mine is get the two TVs out. I know you do the same, but you're also in the real estate business, which is a seven-day-a-week deal. Talk about what's coming this week. Yeah, it's funny you say the uh, the seven days a week and, uh, you know, all that. I mean, it's People ask all the time, you know, what are, what are y'all's hours? Well, our office hours, uh, as far as like my beloved secretary and my office manager, are, they're here from nine to five, Monday through Friday. But as a realtor, if your phone's on, you're working. And I'm here to tell you, my phone is never off, it seems like. So, uh, you know, the beauty of that is that, you know, real estate happens at any time. A deal can come up at any time. It doesn't matter if it's the weekend. It doesn't matter if it's in the middle of a ball game. Um, I've, I've, I've been asked repeatedly. I'm a season ticket member for the Titans. Um, and people are like, well, you're never going to miss a game if, uh, you know, the Titans are in town. And I'm like, well, let's back up a minute. The Titans don't pay me anything to be a Titans fan. So <laughs> if there's if there's something going on in real estate, well, I have DVR and I can always record the game. Um, you know, so it, that that's the mentality that any realtor, especially a realtor worth their salt, is going to have. Um, the client comes first, uh, so we're we're out there on the weekends and we're out there after hours whenever people get off of work. That's when we get busy uh, from five o'clock on, and for the weekends, that's our that's our time to go out there and make things happen. Um, so yeah, we'll be doing open houses this weekend. We'll. Uh, be going to community events that we've got going on around Sumner County and in Nashville. Um, as of right now, I will be down there tailgating at the Titans game and we'll be at the game. But if something comes up and somebody wants to see a home, well, Brian will be at home watching the game after I get back from the show. So if you have anything that you need getting done in real estate this weekend, give us a call. 615-822-0750 is our office number. 615-440-7011 is my cell. You can see us on onestoprealtytn.com on the web. And we're on Facebook and Instagram. Always have new content that we're posting uh, to keep you up to date with everything going on in the market. Brian, thank you for being so accommodating. Uh, I really do appreciate it. No, George, I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of kind of curious what this uh, Greek festival is all about. What, what's going on there? 
Well, my church, Holy Trinity Greek Orthodox Church, has for years, for the last, I don't know, 25, 30 years, held a Greek festival. Normally, it's the weekend after Labor Day, but because of COVID and concerns about that, we moved it back. This is the first time that we have done this late into October. And so tonight, I will be working the festival. Uh, our church is on Franklin Road, and it is a really cool event. I enjoy doing it. I know nobody believes that uh, <laughs> because people are like, he never likes to work. What I do for a living is is hardly work. It's talking sports, but I love working the festival. Well, I hope y'all have a great time tonight. And, uh, you know, I know it's uh, any, anything you're doing with the church and getting out there in the community and spreading the good word. I mean, there, whether it's Greek or whatever Orthodox you are, I mean, it, it's just nice to have something nice going on in the community for people to come out there and participate in for sure. Yeah. It's all weekend, uh, tonight, Saturday, Sunday, Brian, thank you for allowing me the plug. No, that's, that's what I'm here for, George. We help each other out. So you have a great weekend and enjoy it. And, uh, we'll be out there watching some, High school football tonight as well over here at Hendersonville. They've got their last home game tonight as well. That a baby. Have a good weekend. You too, George. Thank you. Plaster bets of the day are coming up. I'm not red hot, but I haven't been a total embarrassment either. This is Main Street Media Television. Serving Williamson and surrounding counties, Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee offers comprehensive orthopedic care. With 16 sub-specialized physicians, our practice provides high-tech care with a hometown touch. We offer physician clinics, physical and occupational therapy, advanced imaging, and surgical services, including interventional procedures. Call us at 615-791-2630. We're Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee. High-tech care with a hometown touch. The high school football season is here and nobody handles Friday nights better than Main Street Media. Here's Zach Womble with details. That's the name of the game here at Main Street Media and Main Street Preps. It's, you know, we've been doing this for a long time now and I think you hit on it. We've got an army of reporters across all of Middle Tennessee. I think there's about 130 schools uh, in the Middle Tennessee area and we cover, we try to cover all of them. We cover about 11, 12 counties at this point. And uh, yeah, those those Friday night shows, it's you know we're gonna we're gonna show we're gonna show that off. We're gonna showcase the talent that we have on the field with with reporters across several mid-state games on the weekly basis. So you know whether you're in Williamson County, whether you're in Giles County or Murray County or Montgomery or Robertson or anywhere in between, we're gonna have you covered from six to eleven. Friday Night Live is presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office where fans don't let fans drive drunk. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. 
but when I had a wreck with the tractor trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad, I couldn't work for almost a year. I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel, urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace. And we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes, and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. Welcome back into the George Plaster Show. It is now time for Plaster's Plaster's Bet of the Day, powered by Bar Durham Injury Law. Since 1975, Bar Durham has aggressively protected the rights of a broad range of victims of car accidents and personal injury in both Tennessee and Kentucky. If you, too, have seen your life interrupted by an injury on a highway, in a hospital, at your workplace, or on unsafe property, you should let their attorneys do the work fighting for the full financial compensation that you need. Learn more about Bart Durham Injury Law by logging on to bartdurham.com. All right, George, let's take a look at uh, what happened last night, and I'll ask you, what happened last night? The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets looked not great, and Uh, South Alabama put up six points and lost to Troy. Uh, That that. That one surprised me. I shouldn't have played it. Georgia Tech lost their starting quarterback early in the game. A young guy that's got a lot of ability to maneuver around. That sort of spelled the end. The the backup, poor kid, I felt sorry for him. Uh, Virginia just flat out beat Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech had no offense. Uh, Thank God for the Arizona Cardinals. Mm Mm-hmm. Did, did you watch that game? A little bit of it. A two little bit of it. pick sixes in the last two minutes of the first half blew that game wide open for me. Felt good about it. Good. Good. Yeah. 52 and 58 now. Yeah, that's not You good needed enough. to get something out of last night. Yeah, that's not good enough. Not great. Not great. But, George, you've no, got it's more. That's not what we need. You've got more tonight, though. I, I'm giving you five plays for the weekend. And I intend for this to be a winning weekend. And the scary thing is some of it mirrors Jeff Pennington. So let's go. How about it? We start in uh, Tuscaloosa, number 24, Mississippi State, on the road as a 21-point underdog. Hold on a second. That's not what I gave you. 
Hmm? That's not what I gave you. Let me confirm. Yes, you do that. Let's see here. Yes. Oh, that oh, that isn't. What am I doing? No, That's yeah. not. What are you You gave doing? me. Here we go. Number okay. seven, Ole Miss, is a two-point underdog down in Baton Rouge against LSU. I believe that Ole Miss is pretty darn good. I don't know what you get from LSU from one week to another. I'm going to go with Ole Miss on a gut shot here that they're just flat out going to get it done. I think Watson Brown is right about one thing. Ole Miss needs to play from ahead and keep that Tiger Stadium crowd out of it. I think Tennessee benefited huge from the muffed punt at the beginning of the game. Like that, they were up 7 nothing. I think Tennessee was up 20-3 to at the half and really didn't have to deal with the worst of Tiger Stadium. I don't think it's going to be that way tomorrow. But I think Ole Miss plus the two is going to cover. By the way, did that look like Ole Miss? Yeah, plus two. Mm-hmm. Okay, hottie so toddy. George going with the hottie toddy. Darn right we are. Up next, Vanderbilt. That's not minus 14. That's plus 14. Yes, it is. On the road in Columbia against Missouri. That's a 3 o'clock kick tomorrow. Now, you're probably saying, are you out of your mind? Maybe I am. I'm not as sold on Missouri as some other people are. It's time for Vandy to step up and and get something done. They've played three teams that you knew they weren't going to beat. Missouri, that's a different story. A.J. Swan should have moments of success in this game. I think Vandy covers. I think they have an outside shot of winning a road game, but I definitely think they cover. We'll see. We'll see tomorrow, Vandy and Missouri at 3 o'clock. You're going with another Nashville team as the Colts come into Nashville on uh, on Sunday. Titans are a two-and-a-half point, uh, point favorite in that one. Yeah, and I don't get I would have thought this line would be four or five. Uh, I don't know why it's under a field goal, but we'll take it. I think the Titans just flat-out win. As Watson said earlier, they've been able to run – on Indianapolis a lot. And I don't pretend to know the intricacies of why they're just able to line up and push them around, but they're able to do that. I think they're going to win. And I think they're going to cover. I think they're going to win by more than a field goal. Okay, so George riding with the Titans. Your last college bet here, George. Uh, Minnesota is at Penn State. Who you got in that one? Penn State is a uh, top 25 team. Yes, and we're going with them. First of all, I think Minnesota is badly overrated. I think we all got a little excited about Minnesota when they went to Michigan State and buried the Spartans. I think what we now know is Michigan State's not a very good football team. Last week, Illinois pretty much had their way with Minnesota. I don't think Illinois is as good as Penn State. I think Penn State's got a motivation on two fronts. They got their hat handed to them at Michigan and they've got the whiteout. And I don't think they're going to disappoint the whiteout crowd. I think they're going to cover. Even though that should be the Ohio State game. I'll, I'll let that fly. Yeah, it's weird piece of scheduling there. Very weird. George, last, last bet here. It's a two-team teaser. Dallas and Las Vegas. Yeah, here, here's the deal. 
You tease both of them down to minus one. Two pretty good football teams playing two not-so-good teams. Dallas at home ought to be able to cover a teaser bet against Detroit. Yeah, they should. They should. They got Dak Prescott starting. Vegas starting to turn it on. Bad start, but starting to get there. Houston doesn't score enough points to win that game. Vegas minus one will work, and I'll be a happy camper at the end of the weekend. Man, that that'd be a good weekend, George. Maybe you can get back to at least close to respectability. Back to respectability. That's what we need. Yeah, that's all. That's all we need, George. Okay. Anything we want to leave people with? Well, I mean, I, I, we've talked a lot of Tennessee, George. I'm, I mean, I am interested to see is there any hangover? I know you're playing UT Martin, uh, but it is an early kick. So you know what? Where is Tennessee's mindset? It's been great uh, that the past past few weeks heading into these big games. I think they keep it rolling, uh, but. Man, I, I think the the Kentucky game is what I'm really excited about. Yeah, for. this is a bye week. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, let's not kid ourselves. It's a bye week until we find out otherwise. Monday on the show, at the very beginning, we should be able to give you all of the particulars on the Tennessee-Georgia game. The SEC likely will announce that Monday during the day, and by the time we get on the air, If that information is available, that will be the first thing we tell you about when we come on the air. We'll also get into Watson's Titans analysis, hopefully in a victory over the Colts. We'll get into my studs and duds for the college football weekend. It's a reaction Monday, and nobody does it better than we do here on Main Street Media. For Billy Derrick and a cast of thousands, George Plaster saying, So long, everybody, but don't forget, Friday Night Live is just around the corner. Billy and Zach Womble with the very best in high school football coverage you need to be watching. See ya.